Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up later in the show, we'll take a look at State Boys Wrestling. But first, today's top stories. Police say a car was stolen in Wellman before 1 a.m. Sunday as its owner prepared for a trip to the laundromat. A vehicle left town heading east before leading a pursuit through Kelowna and eventually Riverside, according to a county dispatch log of the incident. Once it stopped, Washington County Chief Deputy Sean Ellingson said the four boys inside, who were minors, got out and led a new chase on foot. The call log said a law enforcement drone was dispatched in the process. The police pursuit involved a total of nine officers responding from Johnson, Washington, and Jefferson counties, according to Ellingson. Charges will be filed on one juvenile subject for operating a vehicle without owner's consent, criminal mischief, felony eluding, and interference with official acts. Several traffic citations will also be issued. Ellingson said the vehicle did not crash and that nobody was hurt in the incident. The dispatch report said that the vehicle was towed and that its owner's purse and keys were returned to her. Police said the incident remained under investigation. With all the votes counted for, candidate Ivan Rangel won the seat for Washington's second ward in a low turnout election Tuesday night. Rangel will replace former council member Steve Gull for the remainder of this term, which concludes in 2025. The race brought a lower turnout than Washington's most recent special election. Last year's campaign for Ward 1 saw 224 voters at the polls, while the Valentine's Day vote total was 73, or 6.53% of registered voters in the ward. Rangel won that vote with plurality. A total of 32 ballots were cast for his name, compared to 24 and 17 for his opponents, Janine Wolfe and Richard Conrad, respectfully. Rangel said he was glad to know his views aligned with those of constituents. Rango campaigned on a promise to push for housing development and construction permit reform and said he hoped to serve as a bilingual voice representing Washington's Latino community. Both of Rangel's opponents said he had their support as a special election winner prepares to take office. Mount Pleasant High School is hosting a series of programs to help prepare for college and prepare for life after high school. The school hosts a class on free help with FAFSA from 5 to 7 p.m. on Tuesday, February 28th at the Media Center. Students should bring their laptop and to attend with their parents. Also on February 28th at 6 p.m., the Media Center will host free career and college planning assistance for students and parents. A representative from ICAN will provide a free presentation on planning for life after high school for students and their parents. The class will cover career and college planning, admission process and requirements, college selection and campus visits, application process, understanding costs, cost of attendance, scholarships, successful transitions to college, and lastly, the school hosts a college enrollment student and parent meeting over Zoom at 6 p.m. Thursday, March 2nd. Attendance is mandatory for students that have not taken a college class or attend a meeting. The meeting link will be posted on Facebook and sent to the student's email. Most attendees at an informational meeting in the city of Washington expect opposition to railroad quiet zone plans, potential railroad crossing closures, and safety improvements despite an over 14, despite an over 14 per day increase in train traffic. Several residents complained that they had no problem with the noise of passing trains, despite living close to the railway, and consultants warning that Washington had the, mo had the most crossings per capita on the CP line. Others expressed concern about crossing closures jeopardizing emerging vehicle routes and safety implications of quiet zones. Canadian Pacific announced an offer to pay the bill for four quadrant crossing gates if the city closed several railroad crossings, but this offer received mixed responses. With another show choir competition this past Saturday, Mount Pleasant High School continues to earn top placements. At Kickex Power City Classic, Mount Pleasant High School's In Motion show choir took home third place along with the People's Choice Award. During the daytime portion of the competition, the show choir also earned first place for the 3A class beating out Swingspan from Fort Madison High School. This weekend, February 18th, Mount Pleasant's In Motion show choir will perform at the Pella Dutch Masters Invitational. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. 
Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their healthcare decisions while maintaining quality of life. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have your five-day forecast coming up first obituaries. Deborah J. Fritz of Washington passed away on February 13th at the age of 63. The family will be present to receive friends from 6 to 8 p.m. February 17th at the Jones and Eden Funeral Home. Dennis J. Fitzpatrick passed away on February 12th at the age of 79. A funeral mass will be held at 10.30 a.m. February 17th at St. Alphonse's Catholic Church. Kimsey Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Donna B. Orris of Washington passed away on February 12th at the age of 95. A celebration of life will be held at 1 p.m. February 25th at the Jones and Eden Funeral Home. Doris Walrub of Waynesworth passed away on February 9th at the age of 77. A visitation will be from 12 to 2 p.m. February 12th at the, a at the Snyder and Hollenbaugh Funeral and Cremation Service. As obituaries, it is now time for your five-day forecast. Today has been mostly cloudy with strong winds and a high of 41. Tomorrow, there is an 86% chance of snow along with high winds. The National Weather Service has issued a winter storm warning starting at midnight tonight and will last until 6 p.m. tomorrow. Snow accumulation is predicted to be, between, to be between 5 to 7 inches along with wind gusts up to 35 miles an hour. And plan on slippery road conditions. The hazardous conditions could impact the morning and evening commute. Temperatures will be well below freezing and resulting in fluffy dry snow. Strong winds will cause considerable blowing and drifting snow, especially in open and rural areas. If you must travel, keep an extra flashlight, food, and water in your vehicle in case of an emergency. On Friday, temperatures will continue to drop to 25, but there will be clear skies. Looking at the weekend, temperatures will shoot up to 45 degrees. It will be partly cloudy on Saturday. On Sunday, there will be partly cloudy skies again, and the high will be 49. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at Boys State Wrestling. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities. 
serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again and I'm going to do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports. Brought to you by Fairway. It wasn't the easiest of situations on Tuesday night for the ninth-ranked Mount Pleasant Boys basketball team. The Panthers hosted a tough Pella squad, and they did so without leading scorer Peyton Higgins, who was out with an injury. Despite it all, the Panthers nearly knocked off the Little Dutch, and they would have without a couple. They would have without a couple of clutch free throws in the last second of regulation. The Dutch tied the game late, and the Panthers lost 63 to 57 in overtime. Aiden Ashton stepped up big time in the scoring column, scoring 30 points in the loss. He also brought down six rebounds. Mount Pleasant is now 17 and five on the year, with four of their five losses coming by six points or less. The Panthers will host Fort Madison in the first round of the Class 3A Substate Six tournament on Monday night. The 2023 State Wrestling Tournament is here, and it's going to be a busy week for the Union Area Matmen. And all the Union Area has 32 athletes chasing their dreams for state tournament gold. All of them will be in action on Wednesday as the first round kicks off bright and early. Class 2A will begin at 1.30 p.m., and that's when Washington sophomore Aaron Boone will take his, make his debut at 120 pounds. Boone will take on Carton Liston and sophomore from APGC. Other demons in the bracket are Caden Griner at 132, Chase Griner at 160, and Curtis Stender at 195. The tournament will last four days, all leading up to Saturday's Grand Finals, which will begin at 5.15 p.m. That's your news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I will see you next time.